Welcome, and thanks for listening to What's the Point, where we discuss and you decide. Stay tuned for a new episode dropped every Wednesday. We're back. It's good to be back, and happy Wednesday, everyone. So we're just going to have a hash today. Yeah, we're just going to just debrief basically everything that's inside of our small brains. I mean, oh, mine's small. man, that's that that could be a really long podcast if you're if you're looking into my huge brain. But yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not I don't really want people believing that I have like a lot of thoughts at this point in life. I'm kind of backtracking on that, you know, like simpler is kind of better for me. Streamlining <laughs> everything. People expect less of you. I've discovered you know, later on in life, I realized if you don't act like you know anything, people just don't expect much of you. You know, today I was driving on the route because I'm a mail person. By the way, those of you that don't know, I deliver mail. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is my pastime. Anyways, I found myself thinking really arrogant thoughts about myself. Like I was like thinking I had a really high IQ and I was like, what on earth? Why are you thinking like that? Like. It's true. You know. Well, I was like, I should take an IQ test, and then I was like, that's so arrogant. What are you doing? You want to know something that I never thought I was going to admit in any public way ever? Well, what? I tried to take an IQ test and couldn't figure it out. That's how dumb I am. (laughs) That's that's um that is humiliating. It actually, I don't even care. I think it's hilarious. It's I probably, feel dumb. I probably should never try to take one because I kind of prefer my arrogant thoughts. So, I mean, I still point. have arrogant thoughts. It didn't really change much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Emily and I had this interesting thought about talking, expand, expounding a little bit on like that whole singleness topic. And we were yeah. kind of laughing about it because there's, I mean, obviously we're both a-okay with being single but I had this crazy thought about talking about the pros of being married but I'm not married but like I actually Mm. see a lot of like the positive aspects of marriage probably because I have so many older siblings but who knows and also because you like being a little devil's advocate and I'm over here like why be married and you're like well here's why (laughs) yeah it's just anytime Anytime Emily and I have a discussion, it's usually just like, she'll be like, like, we agree. Like, we're both single and happy being single. But then I'll be like, well, you do know there's this whole other aspect called And I just roll my eyes. I think it's pretty great. Not that I've experienced, but. So roll some positives. Let's hear it. Well, I think one of the biggest positives is clearly you don't have to handle all your financial needs alone. Gold digger. (laughs) (laughs) Although I will say growing up and moving out and like to California from like Montana or Montana, there's like no tax in California. It's like breaks your bank. Just stuff like that. I realized like this isn't all fun and games. Like I don't think most of like, especially conservative girls have any idea how much it costs to just stay alive. And I had this huge amount of respect and appreciation just for guys the fact that so many of them kind of like just carry that burden because it's kind of a huge burden. Um, so yeah, I really respect that. And I also feel like be, I mean, being with your best friend every day or however often people are hanging out that are married these days, (laughs) just having a best friend around all the time to live life with is pretty, pretty amazing in my opinion. 
I think that's the most appealing aspect for me. And the marriages that I most love to watch, they are best friends. And those are the couples that I go away from thinking, wow, actually being married could be really awesome. Well, at the same time, like I'm not saying like I've been around a lot of crappy couples because I've been around like my parents are great. They have a great marriage. They've made marriage look really awesome. But a, a lot of times marriage is just hard work. And you look at married people and you're like, why do I want to be like you? Like I have a much better life. Well, um, if you're not wrong. That's why is because it's not not that I should be getting into like why marriages are failing. So I'm not married, but there are reasons, you know, that people are having the marriages they have. A lot of it comes down to two selfish people getting together. It's not going to be fun. If you want to be married, you've got to be selfless. At least that's what I just, you know, assume people were supposed to know. Yeah, then I'll probably never get married. So, I mean, you're pretty selfish. You put up with me. So, <laughs> you just said I was selfish. I think you meant to say I was selfless. I said selfless. I did not oh, say selfish. Okay. Well, you're a fish in the sea, so I thought you might have said shellfish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like both of us have recently just like come out on our own and are not living with our families anymore, not because of any negative reason, um, so much as just because that's how life is rolling. And like my family is moving back to the mission field and you got a job in California. And so we're both stepping really into the deep end of being single and being very single and not living with your family. And so I guess we could talk, I I bet some of our listeners um, probably want to know like practicals of just how to live life single and how to love it and be content. I feel like one of the main things about being single, at least what I've learned, is in order to be content, you can't be living a life that you consider mundane every day. And I don't care if your life actually is mundane, but you can't be looking at it and being like, oh, this is the worst life. Why am I living this way? That's Mm -hmm. not how God made us to live. He made us to do things for the kingdom of God, but also things we're passionate about. Like, for example, when I moved out here, there's not a lot of youth that I'm that I know. I mean, there's, there's youth, but there's just not many that I've known previously or any that are unmarried. Like the, the people that are be closest to me are actually married. So, um, I joined like a volleyball group even, and it actually helped me spiritually, which is kind of insane to get out and meet people and interact with people and do something active because I do have that energy as a young unmarried single person and you've got to put it places and like I don't know I just get out going places actually started going to a gym which it's not mm. something I ever thought I would do um, <laughs> really getting into that uh yeah personally now understand why people are kind of gym fanatics because I kind of relate um <laughs> which is actually horrifying I've made so many statements about like I'm never going to be that person guess who's that person that would well be- it's that there's when you exercise, you get the happy hormone, the endorphins going, and you get addicted to that, honestly. Um, because we were made to move, we were created by God to use these bodies to their full extent. And so much of our lives in America today are sedentary. Like, you have yeah. a desk job. I have a driving a car all day job and I need, I must in order to survive mentally supplement that with exercise. And so 
for you, you've been able to do that with the gym. I do that at home. I'm actually going to be getting a gym membership because Wyoming is freezing cold in the winter. Um, yeah, smart. So to get my half marathon goal done by the summer, I'm going to go to the gym. But yeah, I know I, I was also this summer telling people like, I'll never go to a gym. I hate gyms, da, da, da. But it's like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sometimes it's like the simple things of if you're, at least for me, Emily's a very self-motivated person. I'm not. I'm, I'm motivated if I'm doing things with people. I don't really love doing things by myself. I mean, unless it's like music or writing and stuff like that. But well, yeah. um, so I love, I love reaching out and knowing, I don't know, as, as a single young person, it's also good to, to be creative. You can't, you can't be a stagnant person that sits around, doesn't do anything. Find creative outlets connect with the people that you can get active in helping people doing things for other people, whether that's cleaning someone's house, babysitting someone's kids, getting active in the community. A lot of those things are basic things, but it keeps Mm -hmm. people from getting into stupid stuff that they shouldn't. And it puts your energy to good use because if you're under the age of like 30, I mean, I have a ton of friends over 30 that still have a ton of energy, but just as a staple rule, right? 30 and unmarried, you have a lot of energy you need to burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So to put it to good use, whether that's memorizing scriptures, going to, you know, events and helping out, whatever it is, I don't really care that much. I mean, other than the fact that it's being put to good use for other people instead of you sitting on your butt, you know, watching movies or doing stuff that's just in the end just wasting your time, even though, you know, a good movie is a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think there's a time and a place for for rest and relaxation, but far too much time is wasted today. And it's, uh, I, I love the verse that says, teach me to number my days that I may apply my heart to wisdom. And I pray that a lot because I see my time going to waste. And I don't know, it sounds egotistical or arrogant, but I know that I have a purpose here and I have value to give. And um, Jesus in me needs to be active. And so, yeah, Plugging into ministry, whether it be small or great, um, actually start small. Small things add up and become great things. So, um, yeah, definitely yeah, as a like, single person, get out there, get busy. Yeah, he who is great is the servant, is the servant of all. And um, even in the last couple of years, I've started to take that to heart. I'm like, okay, in the eyes of God, if I want to be a great person, if I want to be a hero, if I want to be a, a strong soldier— I'm going to start at the bottom and that means serving people, taking care of things that need to be taken care of, or just using my time wisely. You know, um, I just finally started taking cello lessons again for the first time in years. Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, cultivating skills and gifts that God has already given me things I have access to not wasting my time doing research. Honestly, why does no one do research on anything anymore? I know. (laughs) We have access to the entire internet. And recently in the last couple of days, I just started researching random topics that I'm like, I don't know enough about this. And it was really interesting. Yeah. Or like just read a book, like get, get an interesting book or even get an audio book. I've been listening to a couple of really good audio books while I'm doing a puzzle. Like (laughs) Ruth Ann, (laughs) you know, my puzzle obsession. I was on the phone with Ruthie for like two hours the other day while I was entirely uh, doing my puzzle the entire time. And, uh, that was fun. That was, that yeah, was kind I, of I definitely, made, I definitely made a little bit of fun of Emily because she's like the least sedentary person I know. And yet she's just sitting <laughs> there for hours on end doing a puzzle. And I don't, I, hate puzzles. I, I do them and I'm not bad at them, but like I'm the opposite. So Emily's not a sedentary person. 
but does sedentary things sometimes. I'm kind of a sedentary person, yeah, but hate absolutely. sedentary things. And so it's really weird. That's because hysterical. I'm like, <laughs> and like, I'll play sports all day and I'm not even like physically prepared for it, but I'm like, I like it. It's so yeah. weird. Now that's, that's, yeah, it's conundrum. It's strange. On this topic of being single or being married, though, I will say I have, I have seen people, a lot of good marriages and a lot of bad marriages, but I don't know if I would say they're bad as much as they're going to take work, uh, which I don't know is a bad thing. But I will say one thing as an unmarried person who's seen a lot of relationships, don't rush yourself. Like I get that people, everybody wants to get married at like 18 and the guy's also 18 and I get it. And that's, that's okay. You know, if you're supposed to, and there's huge benefits getting married young, but don't feel pressured into it because I feel like I've known quite a few people who felt like they were basically a failure if they didn't have that going for them as soon as they turned 18, especially conservative cultures are like, if I don't have all these guys liking me or if, if God, if a guy hasn't, you know, isn't engaged, but he's like, you know, super young, it's like, it's not the end of the world. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of other things to do with your life and to put your effort into. And when God says you're ready and leads you to the right person or however that works for you, then that's great. I want to kind of look at this particular side of singledom that there's a lot of women, um, you're in my age girls that have been raised to only be married. And that's, they've been raised to be mothers and wives and nothing else. And I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing because I do think that that's, we are created to be that. I think that God does create us to be mothers and wives. And, but at the same time, if you're not a mom and a wife, it does not mean that you are not fulfilling your calling um, Mm -hmm. in life. And so as you transition from being a child into being a woman You need to just follow Jesus and do what he's asking you to do, regardless of your status. And that takes having a vision for life that's outside of marriage sometimes. Because let's face it, not a lot of girls are getting married at 18 that are growing up in these conservative families. And Mm -hmm. what are they doing? A lot of them are pining around at home, doing nothing and having no vision for life. And it makes me sad, honestly. And it's like, okay, guys rise up, be a person, be of impact for Jesus and for the kingdom. And you have a life, live it. You don't have to be married to have a life. Yeah. It's really sad because it's like, there's so much potential with, especially with the conservative backgrounds, because they've given, in a sense, you're given such a jump start to life because usually you're raised with amazing work ethics. You have, you know, your character has been worked on from a young age. You know, you're not, you're to not be, you know, just a selfish stupid person and so you have some of these just fundamental benefits but at the same time yeah there's that like stunting of like this is it and then when it doesn't happen you just see people that are stalling because they haven't they they haven't understood that they need to have an individual relationship with god and hear from god it's not like okay i'm gonna hear god through my dad or through my mom and then i'm gonna get married and it's gonna be my husband that has like this relationship with god it's ridiculous because you're not scripturally you're supposed to be a supporter not a follower and i've seen it over and over where a girl gets married to a guy with this mindset that i'm a follower and you're actually not you're supposed to be a supporter which means you you need to have a backbone you need to be strong you need to have an individual relationship with God to support somebody else 
you know, to actually be helpful. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you're just following whatever someone well, else does and that isn't supporting. Yeah, I think I think that I think that your wording is I'm going to pick you a little bit on this because follower, <laughs> a good follower is a supporter. A good follower is a supporter. And so you True, can't say you're not at all a follower. I mean, are you though? <laughs> yeah, because I'm a follower of Jesus, but I'm a supporter too. Like, and then I am going to follow my husband, his leading and his, his calling in life and support him at the same time. But, but that does not mean, no, but let me say this one more, <laughs> one more thing before you jump in. Being a follower does not mean that you're a doormat. Okay. You have True. a voice, you have a say, you have, um, input because if you don't, then you're just being, um, a spineless jellyfish. Since we're fishing the sea, we may as well use this more. Um, <laughs> but like you literally, you literally, in, in order to be a good follower, you have to be honest and say, you know what, honey, I don't think that's wise. Or, um, you know, show him different sides of the coin because that's what you're there for. You're not a I've doormat. Never, I've never heard a follower, at least in like the marriage scenario, ever been worded like how you just worded it. But I would agree. That if if you're looking at follower and what it actually technically means definition wise, you would be right. I would be wrong. But what it's been used at <laughs> wise has been completely. Yes, I trash. get the connotation. Like it's just been yeah. terrible. It's Agreed. like I don't need to have a brain. I don't need to know anything. I don't need to have a relationship with God or really opinions about anything. I just I'm just here to have kids and cook. I'm good just. And good meals do go a long way. It's like, they really do. But it's not everything. <laughs> it's like, make the lasagna and then tell him what you bought on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, okay. it does, Bad there, comment. It does work. <clears throat> I don't know. I've never well, tried it, but I'm going to try it someday, I'm sure. Oh, I've totally. I've definitely, I've definitely <laughs> kind of done that before. Like, growing up, I have, like, a very much of, like, a, um, I don't know if, like a very, very intense dad. Um, and so we, as a kid, I remember I was kind of laughing at my siblings because like, wait till after dad eats. Don't ask till after he's eaten. <laughs> so it really works. I think that's yeah, kind of a Get the blood thing. sugar levels raised. <laughs> and then ask your question. Yeah, definitely don't. Don't, don't ask for favors if someone's blood sugar is low ever, no matter who I it is. huge grin on my face because it's actually kind of how you are. Oh, it's, I, I, I am a big blood sugar person. If I, if my blood sugar is low, I am grumpy. I'm tired. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see anyone. Um, it's bad. I need to be fed. I'm kind of like the lion. I need to be fed. So I can't really yeah. relate. I kind of nice if I'm hungry. <laughs> really? That's weird. I don't even, I can't even or, wrap my brain around get, that. Or then there's the point of like where you start getting kind of like lightheaded and then I just, don't care about anything like no nothing can like spark my interest oh yeah I've got I feel like I've gotten to that point maybe like two times in my life but for the most part I need to eat I'm a big <laughs> calorie person I eat a lot of calories every day it's kind it's of great insane. I'm, I'm so here for it when Emily eats like you don't understand some of my conversations <laughs> are just me being proud of the fact that she had a really good meal <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's so weird. I love that everybody probably thinks we're so like, 
uh, think we know everything because we have a podcast and like giving all this advice. It's not really like, do you have any idea the amount of issues I have? Uh, <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Like, I really love the Lord, but like, you know, it's not like, it's not like I started a podcast because I have answers. Like I have answers, but not like because I'm perfected in them. I just started a podcast because guess what? Like the recommendations that we were giving young girls to do something with their lives, making an outreach. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're well equipped. <laughs> I'm back to my arrogant. You know what? I'm just having an arrogant day, okay? It just is what it is. I mean, I haven't made a sale today yet, so I can't really relate, but I would I wouldn't <laughs> feel very arrogant if I had made a sale today. But I have, you know, I have some I have some really good some really good clients, but you're the humble fun. you're the humble side of this conversation. So, let's today, keep it that way. but not every day. Yeah, next time I will be. <laughs> Oh my yeah. goodness! On the note yeah. of Emily saying that, like I'm humble today, we did like a very short video call before this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my video goodness. calls I never do because I get so distracted because I just look at me. <laughs> like I don't really look at the other person. Like sometimes I'll even just like zoom in, like make my half of the screen big so I can just like look at me while I talk to them. It's it's crazy. It's, it's um it's an interesting experience being in a FaceTime call with you for sure. Yeah, definitely one of a kind. (laughs) Uh, That's part of the reason why we can't really do a video podcast because you would just get so distracted looking at yourself and everyone would be like, sometimes I'm like looking at my eyebrows and stuff because you know, I don't look at my eyebrows. I have horrible eyebrows. Why are we talking about this? I have no idea. Okay, moving on to new and better things. I think we're about at our 20-minute mark for this podcast. Yeah, we're starting to really push the the end of these podcasts now. Yeah, I feel like we need to wrap this one up and have a good clincher. So, Anyways, y'all, for reals, I know that this podcast has kind of been all over the place, which is, I guess, kind of the point. Mm -hmm. Um, But thank you. Like, you know, I love that people listen to this, and I get to, like, look at the map sometimes. Oh, yeah. And I've seen some people like halfway across the world and I, I love that. And I appreciate you guys. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, just let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about and we'll not talk about, I guess we, no, I don't really care to hear that. I I don't really care to hear that side of the story. I I didn't say we were going to listen, but they could say. (laughs) You're right. Okay. You can say it, but I'll just kind of snuff my nose up at it. Yeah. No commitments that we're going to listen, but like, you're, you have freedom of speech. We're in the United States. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my goodness. Well, have a great week and we will be back here blabbing your ear off next Wednesday. So look forward to it. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.